Hey there, Podcateers. Welcome to episode 95. This week we talk about this little independent movie that seems to be gaining a little bit of traction these days. Uh, Not sure if you've heard of it. It's called uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We'll fill you in on the trailer that just got released into the wild. We mentioned the month-long Force for Change campaign. And uh, by show of hands, who's addicted to Disney Crossy Road? Uh, Because I think I am. Uh, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter finally opens to the public. And the Shanghai Disney website crashes as people try to get their opening day tickets. This last week, we posted two brand new videos to our YouTube channel. They were videos of my first time riding Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters and a quick vlog with a progress update uh, since the incident at Universal happened uh, that we talked about in episode 91. Uh, you can find those videos over at youtube.com slash uh, We'd love for you to subscribe to the channel. Hopefully you like some of the videos and maybe even tell your friends about it. In other corners of the web, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Podcateers on each of those networks. And of course, you can always find this info and more over at podcateers.com. As always, thank you so very much for listening. Here is episode 95 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. What is awesome sauce? It's sauce that is awesome. Yeah, but it's like spaghetti sauce or something. It's Cholula sauce. <laughs> sriracha. Sriracha is terrible. Take that back. Sriracha is great, man. I'm going to put sriracha and Cholula in front of you, and you're going to tell me which one you like better. Depends on what I'm eating, but I'd probably go with sriracha. Cholula goes on everything. So does Sriracha. I put that on Cheerios yesterday. Fantastic. <laughs> Number one, you're lying, sir. Yeah, I can't buy Cheerios. <laughs> I'm on a diet. That's not my problem. <laughs> Cholula. It's not even spicy. It's delicious. But it doesn't it's not need to spi- be spicy. Yeah, it kind of does when you call yourself a hot sauce. It's still hot. It's just not spicy. It's red water. It is not red water, sir. It's Kool-Aid. That's your opinion. Like I guess so. You're wrong like always anyway, so. How dare you. How's your girlfriend, Daisy? I don't know. She doesn't want me near her. <laughs> <laughs> she filed a complaint? Yeah, we had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? We had a falling out. Oh, no. I don't know. It's just too attached. Really? <laughs> yeah. You tell her I love you, and she's like, who are you? Whoa, what, are but, you there? <laughs> yeah, young love. <laughs> I'm just saying we belong together. Court said otherwise. Just, I don't know. She'll never get on the show now. <laughs> I hate to break this to you. She was never going to be on Pocketeers. You don't know that. I kind of do. How do you know that? She doesn't know we exist. You don't know that. Oh, maybe she knows you exist. Look, if I could undo the past. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Uh, Just get in Hazen's time machine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's in the shop right now. See? See, So you wouldn't be able to use it. It's in the shop. You guys keep talking about this. I'm claiming my free gifts on Disney Crossy Roads right now. So, free gifts. I I got Crossy some free Rhodes. gifts. Got some free gifts. I'm you know claiming. that cost you the coins you're collecting, right? Yeah, but it gets you new characters. Not a free gift though. 
What are you talking about? They can't call it free if it's costing you. Have you played Disney Crossy Road yet? I don't even know what you're talking about. So Disney Crossy Road is so it's kind of a spinoff. The game Crossy Road already existed, but this Disney version has been, I guess, been worked on for quite some time. I was on the wait list in order to get it, and a couple of days ago, it was announced that it was finally available in the Google Play Store. So Mm -hmm. I downloaded it. And it's pretty much what I expected. You know, it's kind of this diagonal scroller. For some odd reason, people say it's 3D and it's not 3D at all. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's funny how you're saying it that way, but I do see it the way others are seeing it. Because it's, it's in not an angle? Bit. It's 8-bit. It's totally 3D. Because it's in a, what? It's 8-bit. Quarter angle? You call that a 3D? That is totally like a third-dimensional world made in, like, Maya or something. Uh, but it's it's built like Minecraft, basically. Yeah. It's built out of 8-bit characters. They're mm-hmm. all blocky. That's what makes them 8-bit. That, that doesn't make them 8-bit. So it's, That's the whole purpose, to emulate 8-bit. Uh, emulate. You just said it. But this isn't 3D, though. You, they're going to call it 3D because it doesn't look something like, I don't know, South Park? Like Super Flat. Mario Brothers? Yeah. Super Mario Brothers 1 is 8-bit. Oh, something just swooped in and got me. Oh, no. You okay? I guess. But I could win a prize now, apparently. What is the point of that eagle that just, like, swoops in? I don't know, but it just can took you, me, and I was angry. dodge it? Like, it just gets in the so. way of trying to complete the level. What is it so. for? If you're into classic games, this is very much like Frogger. Uh, you're just trying to get across all of these moving objects. When you first start the game, they start you off with Mickey. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's this crazy... Oh, I just got sadness. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she looks cool. Right on, dude. I'm actually going to... Should I post this right now? Sure, you why should. Not? On the account? Yeah, why not? So, uh, you start off with Mickey. And uh, as you're playing, you collect these coins. And for every hundred coins, you can go back to the... You, it, it looks like those little quarter machines where you pop in a quarter, mm-hmm. you spin it around, and a little bubble comes out with like a prize. And... It has it set up with, I think, nine different worlds is what they have. And each of the worlds will allow you to get different characters. Mm -hmm. So I started playing, and not five minutes later, I had already collected 100 coins from getting a gift, watching a 30-second ad, and uh, collecting a few coins in the game itself. And I went back to the machine. It ran its little thing, and I unlocked... One of the maids from the Haunted Mansion. Oh, nice. So the cool thing is that for every character that you unlock, you get to play in their world. And for each world, they have a bunch of different characters that you can play as. So in the Haunted Mansion version... Can I you be can a play... frog? I don't know if you could be a frog. I don't even know if a frog play... is a part of this. Because you're making me want to play Frogger. Download well, this game. It's very much like it. Except that it's Disney characters, uh-huh. you know, in the different worlds. I, I think I got Wreck-It Ralph earlier, and uh, not uh, not Wreck-It Ralph, Fix-It Felix or something. Oh, okay. And then you can play in the world of Wreck-It Ralph. You can also buy them, and the game does have a bunch of in-app purchases. So if with you are real impatient, money? like with real money, oh. like it charges your account. And it goes straight to the Google Play account. So if you hit it, you're basically buying that thing. Can I buy an Avenger? I don't think Avengers is a part of it. Mm. I was able to swoop through the... I don't even know how to get back to it right now, right? Maybe there'll be an Avengers version of this game. Or you might unlock them later. 
Yeah. You like, could. the only character that I've unlocked other than Mickey, obviously, is Nala. Oh, you're playing it too? Oh, yeah. Man. Like, right now. <laughs> did you did you win Nala, or how did you... Uh, same thing. Bought the gift. Oh, okay. So, here... Okay, so here it is. So, I'm playing it right now. Uh, I'm going to try to post some screenshots of this, guys, but... Uh, it starts off with the Disney Crossing Road. There's this little Mickey head on the lower left-hand side. You hit it. And so these are the characters that you've unlocked. So I have the maid. But you can get, like, Madame Leota, Phineas, um, one of the gargoyles, the armor that you see, you know, as you're going through the corridors, a butler, the caretaker, and the dog, hmm. Sally Slater, you know, the tightrope walker. And it's it's cool because all these other worlds are up at the top, so they have this legendary ham character they have stuff for zootopia so judy hobbs uh, and yeah. nice. wild is here our friend flash yes that guy's gonna be so slow i know it's so <laughs> awesome he's gonna get hit I hope immediately it moves slow you can go into the mickey mouse and friends one with mickey mini um why are Donald. the characters black and white because you, you don't have them yet or i what? don't have them yet oh, so okay. any one of the characters that's in color you can use them got it so in toy story i unlocked one of the little green army men (laughs) and get buzz and woody and so see down here it tells you how much you can buy them for if you're impatient and don't want to play the game like woody's 99 cents emperor zurg is a dollar 99 uh ham is 4.99 what why I don't know. Oh, maybe because he has coins in him already. Maybe because it it does show the animation <laughs> yeah. with him like popping coins out of the top of Dude, his. Dude, you totally distracted me. I just got I just got attacked so, by the eagle. Again. So yeah, the the different worlds you can play in are Zootopia, a Mickey and Friends world, Toy Story, Haunted Mansion, Lion King, Tangled, Big Hero Six, Inside Out, Wreck It Ralph, and a surprise like locked world. I don't know if that's gonna be hmm. uh, something that they add to the game later. Or if you play as one of the characters and it randomly selects something oh, for you. Oh, it's Star Wars. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It could be Avengers. Yeah. Like you said, you who go. knows? They'll probably end up adding something like that later. So, if you're impatient, you can buy the characters. If you're poor, keep playing. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I think at some point you're just gonna Pretty have much. to give in and buy. I'm totally playing with I Mortimer don't right think now. So, you know, the one that I have heard a couple of people say that is starting to get a little annoying as far as trying to advance in the game to get certain characters is Disney, the the Magic Kingdom one that you're playing. Yeah, Magic Kingdom kind of at a standstill there. It's very time-consuming. Well, not just time-consuming, but apparently in order to progress, you need to have certain characters. And if you don't have those characters, right. it gives you the option to buy them, and it keeps forcing you to buy them and buy them and buy them instead mm. of spending hours playing I think that's where games are going these days. You know, you download a free game and the in-app purchases. You know, it's not anything new. We've seen this right. for the last several years now. Second mm-hmm. like But especially, now. yeah, it's like this is, is kind of the future. I mean, even Infinity, you can play on an iPad or mobile device, you know, on an Android device. So uh, if you're playing like the regular toy box mode and stuff... If you're logged into like the PlayStation Network or anything, you log into your Disney Infinity account, you can play two players on screen, and then using a, an iPad or an Android tablet, whatever the case is, you can add two more players to that game. Oh, okay. So, you know, the the only difference is that you don't have the base and all that to add different characters. What's the quality, though? 
Is it about the same? It's pretty good. Is I it? mean, as long as your Wi-Fi connection is fast enough to support all the graphics, yeah, it's pretty stable. Oh, okay. I was pretty surprised the first time that I tried it. I was expecting it to freeze up all the time. And keep in mind, I was playing on an iPad 2. So the iPad That's that I have, it's really old. And it was still hanging in there. Dude, 2016 now. Dude, if you want to buy me a new iPad, I'm <laughs> I'm for it. What are they on now? Like iPad 24? 24. Oh, yeah, get that your, was last year's model. Get your face out of that game. This I call shenanigans on this Haunted Mansion level. These things are invisible. Why are they attacking me? Ah, <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> good point. Well, then I guess that would be the case in like Ghostbusters movies. I keep it? getting stabbed by the by the armor. Yeah. By the I night just, armor. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to come at me like that. <laughs> he does the armor that you see for the night uh-huh. right in the endless hallway. Yeah. He like goes at you and stabs you. As He's you're poking at you? Through. He's yeah. pretty brutal. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm offended. Guys, this is fascinating. It's fun. <laughs> Down there, really, dude. It's actually pretty fun. It's actually a pretty You'll fun game. Oh, I believe it. The only problem is that it gets addicting. Yeah. And it kind of measures how many jumps you take. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the prize is. I think the most jumps I've done is 80 before I ended up dying. And after that, I just thought, okay, I'm already wasting way too much time oh, here. See. So I just kind of put it aside. See, my biggest issue is that my phone, my battery doesn't last whatsoever. So I got to get spare batteries. Yeah. And I'm also 35 years old. So I'll... Yeah. Don't want to play. I'm not game. sure what that means. <laughs> I know. What what are you getting at? There's plenty of 35 year olds out there that are gamers. So oh, I'm not, yeah. exactly I'm, I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. Which, oh, I believe which, it. And, are you at like retirement age for this podcast? And I'm not even saying like in this room. I'm saying in general, there's gamer guys and girls uh-huh. that are over the age of 30. Oh, I know. That are probably yelling at their <laughs> speakers right now. True. Javier at podcateers.com. <laughs> Send your complaints. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm the demographic for this video game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's for anybody, uh, especially for anybody that remembers, like I said, the game Frogger. Yes. If you enjoyed that game, I I think that's why I'm enjoying the game yeah. because it is reminiscent of that game to me. Joke aside, you got me with Frogger. I love Frogger. It's an amazing game. So now that I'm able to... I can't to... tell if he's being facetious <laughs> or not. amazing game, right? I, I just can't tell. I don't know if the sarcasm is it. just really subtle today. <laughs> like, was he just but really good at acting right now? I, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure where, out. Where do I put the Because he's quarters? never been this good. <laughs> right? I think he meant it. I mean, I know he's good at faking it, but... I think that was sincerity. That's what I'm saying. I know he's good at faking sincerity. I have a sack full of quarters. How do I start? I don't know. Maybe finding a Frogger machine? <laughs> Is it like $700 worth of quarters? Because you could buy a phone with that and just download it. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. There's an app for that. Easy. There's a free app for that, as oh, a matter of fact. Sweet. You don't need quarters. Save your quarters. Oh, I love it. Really? This game's free? The This, the, the Disney download. Crossy Road? Yeah. Yeah, it's free. All right, that's cool. Like I said, most games now are work on an in-app purchase basis, so they'll give you the core game for free, and they'll set it up where... I think uh, Candy Crush was really the first one to set up that model, mm-hmm. where or to set it up successfully. The addiction? The addiction yeah, model, right. yeah, where as you're playing, you reach a stopping point where all of a sudden it tells you, hey, look, wait 72 hours and continue playing 
or give us $5 to continue mm-hmm. playing. And of course, <laughs> if you're truly addicted, you're going to pay the $5. Mm. Wasn't there also a thing where you would uh, ask your friends to help you with something? or if you Yeah, Candy Crush did that too. Yeah. And it was just a ploy on their part to get more people's emails mm. to start sending them mm-hmm. ads and everything. And it worked because people kept you know, requesting friends on Facebook or through their emails. Made a lot of people angry at yeah. the same time. I definitely didn't appreciate the 47 requests on Facebook Mm -hmm. daily. Play Candy Crush with me. Play Candy Crush with me. Play Candy Crush with me. Yeah, I blocked them from Facebook. I did too. (laughs) First, I started by blocking the app. Yeah. And for some reason, certain people found a way around that. And then I just blocked those people. (laughs) Like, I uninstalled Candy Crush and still got those requests. I was like, I don't play anymore. (laughs) I remember blocking several people and I said, hey, look, I've temporarily blocked you on Facebook until you stop playing Candy Crush. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a fun game. If you like these little side scrollers, definitely download it. Again, it's free. Uh, If you get easily addicted to games, beware because you probably will be addicted Mm. trying to collect all the little characters. It's very simple, but it is enjoyable. So, you know, give it a try. We'll put a link up to it in the blog post for both the iTunes uh, App Store and the Google Play Store. So you have direct links to both of them. Disney Crossy Road if you just want to search for it. Uh, but it was fun. Cool. So. And if you're over 25 years old playing this game, let me know because it's weird. And if you have a Windows phone, get an iPhone. <laughs> or an Android <laughs> <What>? device. <laughs> Ironically enough, Windows phone is going to Android. Smart. So just like BlackBerry, BlackBerry isn't really BlackBerry. BlackBerry is going to be running Mm -hmm. Android. Yeah, true. The world is becoming an Android platform. Very true. Hmm. So we're all becoming one now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Aw. Speaking of of one, Uh Rogue One trailer dropped finally. Drop? This guy used drop. What's wrong with that? Is Javier just like that much more ancient than us today that he's just like so not hit the games or terminology? Not only is he a curmudgeon, he's just grandpappy Javi today. Grandpappy Javi. That's seriously going to be his name from now on. Just hashtag grandpappy Javi. I like cantankerous, but that one's okay too. I'm going to stick with grandpappy Javi. So the trailer for Rogue One, you say? Uh, yeah, yeah, so the trailer dropped. for Rogue One dropped today. <laughs> you should drop. <laughs> so what do you want me to say, Javier? Has been posted on the interwebs. Boring. And that it was nifty. It was the bee's knees, right, Javier? <laughs> was it swell? It was swell. <laughs> So what about it? So anyway, <laughs> the Rogue One trailer was posted today. <laughs> and of course, the internet broke because everybody was super excited about this happening. It premiered on Good Morning America, of all mm-hmm. places. Are you sure they're the first to drop it? Cause yeah, it, it world premiered yeah. on Good Morning America. Oh, because I saw it on Pocketeers.com. That's but you saw it about six hours later. I did. Yeah, I did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right before it, the National Beer Day post. It hasn't <laughs> dropped for him yet. That's why. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trailer is really interesting because 
this movie doesn't take place in the same order that we're kind of watching things unfold right now. Obviously, we have episodes one, two, and three. We have four, five, and six. And now we have episode seven, which takes place, you know, years after, you know, episode six, obviously. This one takes place right before episode four. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are describing it as a heist movie. And it kind of tells the story of these rebels that go into the newly built Death Star. And they try to steal the plans that eventually... Uh, Luke uses in episode four to destroy the Death Star. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of that story that they're telling. Are you saying this is a suicide squad trying to steal something? It's not the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. It's I think yeah. the best comparison. I've seen a lot of different you know descriptions of this, and the best comparison that I've seen is Guardians that of the Galaxy. This is Guardians of the Galaxy right. to the primary Avengers hmm. storyline. Okay. So with Avengers, you have Iron Man, Avengers, Captain America, Thor, and all these like primary movies that fit into that one single story. Mm-hmm. But Guardians was this whole separate story that happens in the same universe. Rogue One is kind of the guardians of the right. galaxy of the Star Wars universe. Right. Uh, in the trailer, we are introduced to Jin Erso, who is the lead of this movie. And, you know, there's a lot of people complaining about Star Wars having a lot of lead women. I'm not complaining. Same here. Anybody complaining on this one? I'm not going to say because I'm going to get some hate mail. Because... Because you got Daisy Ridley in the last one. <laughs> yeah, yes. so it's been now done. Now you have Felicity Jones in this one. Done. So. Hasn't been done yet. It's been done. Episode 7, man. Yeah, but think of how many episodes before that did not have leading ladies. Mm, I guess. Because even as much as Leia was a prominent role in some of the movies Mm -hmm. she really wasn't the main character you know that the movie revolved around and in episode seven it obviously revolves around ray in rogue one it's obviously going to revolve around Jyn so so i'm i'm excited i i like the idea of bringing you know a female character kind of to the lead and have the story uh, revolve around them you know i'm fairly new to the star wars universe i'm not going to claim to be a yeah i think we all are right you know a, a pro at this right in watching the movies and reading about what's happening and preparation for watching episode seven i kind of went back and started reading a little bit about it i've been watching clone wars and rebels so i know a little bit more about the characters than i used to so i kind of know where some of these characters are starting to fit in some of the characters from rebels are rumored to be appearing in rogue one So a lot of the characters and a lot of the storylines that Disney had considered not canon anymore. Uh, Because remember, at one point, all these alternate stories and universes that people had come up with, Disney said, yeah, you know what? Eh, Those are no longer canon. They're no longer part of the Star Wars universe. And so little by little, they've been taking some of the characters, including them in like the cartoon, you know, Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, and those have begun to trickle into the movies. Okay. So those are starting to become part of the actual universe again. And this movie uh, brings some of those characters back. So I think the other thing that I've heard that people are just crazy excited about is the fact that Donnie Yen is a part of this movie. Yes. In the trailer, he walks out 
and he's about to start fighting with four or five stormtroopers, if I remember correctly. <laughs> the crazy thing is that he's part of uh, like this order of Jedi, but he's blind. Yeah. And so everybody's like freaking out because he's a blind Jedi that's about to whip some stormtrooper butt. I predict he's going to be people's favorite character. Maybe, but I guess it depends on who you ask because I know that Diego Luna is being cast as Big Starklighter. Mm-hmm. And he has that look that I think men and women will both swoon over. <laughs> and he's kind of got that Poe Dameron look to him. Okay. Because Poe Dameron was kind of one of those characters in Episode 7 that initially everybody was like, whatever. And now, you know, there's all these fan pages for Poe Dameron. So I think Diego Luna is going to be really big. Um, His character, uh, Donnie's character is definitely going to be big. But really, you know, Felicity's character is going to be the star. Oh, who's the dude in the white Superman suit? He's awesome. That's a good question. Uh, The actor that's playing it is Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. And all we know is that he's an Imperial officer. Bad guy, right? But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know who he is yet. I think he's one of the characters that's going to be brought in from Star Wars Rebels, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's been made clear who he is exactly. So I know that's been a really exciting point about the trailer as well. As the youngins say, he looks dope. As the youngins say, goes (laughs) Grandpappy Javi again. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Doing what he does best. Uh, anyway, we did post a trailer on the Podcasters website. There's a blog post for it. Uh, it's going to be right before the post for this episode. So if you haven't seen it, uh, where have you been? Because <laughs> it's been posted everywhere. But if you want to watch it again, it's on the website. Just go. You can check it out. Watch it a million times if you want to. Yeah. You know. It's exclusively on Pocketeers.com, right? <laughs> well, we're playing the Star Wars one exclusively on Podcasters, <laughs> so you know, I guess there's yeah, that. Yeah, you could only get it there. Only, only. I no. doubt that. You'll see. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, removed from YouTube and uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they ended up launching uh, another Force for Change campaign when they when they did this. No way. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It's a charity initiative that oh, they started. Then I'll stop it was laughing. it was something. <laughs> and yet he didn't. Yeah, I'll stop laughing. It's charity. Uh, it's a charitable initiative that was actually started by J.J. Abrams and Mark Hamill and a group of other people. Oh, nice. And uh, this happened last year, where not last year, when right before they they launched the Force Awakens. The way that it worked was, if you donated, you were kind of entered into like a raffle type thing where you could actually meet the cast, spend some time with J.J. Abrams or Mark Hamill, stuff like that. You know if there's a minimum or anything? I don't know. I don't know. I know that it's going on for an entire month. Um, I think the details were that it's going on for an entire month. It ends on what people have now officially dubbed Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. May the 4th. And they're launching again with four charities that you can donate to. So there's the U.S. Fund for UNICEF, uh, and that one goes to support UNICEF Kid Power, the American Red Cross, the Boys and Girls Club of America, and Make-A-Wish up to a million dollars. Nice. Wow. And I think they're actually matching the fan donations for any one of those charities. So up to that million dollars, they will cross-donate. Hmm. Beautiful. Uh, 
This time, if you donate, you're actually entered to win a trip to Ireland. Nice. To the same island uh-huh. where they filmed the final scene of The Force Awakens. And I can't tell you much more than that because if there's people out there that Aquaman the movie... Uh, we don't want to spoil that Aquaman comes out at the end of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, but there is a scene that is filmed on that island uh-huh. in Ireland, and you can win that as part of the donation process. So uh, I believe there's a link or something that uh, we can post on the blog post for the episode if you guys want more information. Uh, we'll try to gather it, put it in the blog post. It'll be at podcasters.com slash episode 95. Good, because I do want more information because you didn't give me enough. I will search. Pocketeers.com where you get exclusive videos of trailers. You saw Star Wars already, right? <laughs> Is that, is that what you're going to do? Just ignore me and move Maybe on? Maybe we should, right? Moving on. No. I was I was going to reveal what he's talking about, but I don't want to spoil it for him if he hasn't watched it yet. No, I've seen it. Oh, it's for other people. But it's for listeners that haven't seen it yet. Oh, and I'm just trying to explain it to him because he's dumb. To Javier? Yeah. No, I know what he's talking about. No, you saw it already, right? Yeah, he saw it before us. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. because he didn't like it. <laughs> It gets too much like episode yeah. four. <laughs> where? Where? It's too I much like it. movies. <laughs> <laughs> there was guns. Pew, pew, yeah. pew. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. There was a bunch of complaining from him. Yeah. By the way, I watched it again this, this uh, weekend. I bought the movie. What? Did you really? So you yeah. hated it. Yeah. And I bought it. And then bought it. Paid full price. Through Amazon? No. I went to Target. You didn't order on Amazon <laughs> using the Podcateers link? No, because I wasn't going to buy it. And I was like, uh, I'm going to go buy it. And then so then return it. <laughs> and, and go buy get it, it from Amazon. Amazon. Stop looking at me that way. <laughs> You're costing us money here. <laughs> that would have cost you anything extra, Javier. Well, I didn't even know about Amazon. <laughs> wow, he's fired. Because for 90 plus episodes, we haven't talked about Amazon ever. <laughs> This is the first time. <laughs> wow! Don't say. Wow! That was the worst excuse I've ever heard in my life. I know. I don't. I don't pull this word out often, but Frogger is great, and Amazon doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I don't pull this word out often, but I am flabbergasted. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh man right. what were we talking about? that was a thing that just happened yeah <laughs> all right well uh let's move on to yes please do disney <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the wizarding world of harry potter that is officially opened cool isn't that open in january no there was some soft open events that happened, some some private events that people were able to attend. But on April 7th, 2016, The Wizarding World actually had its grand opening. Now, can I just say that's a weird opening date because it was a Thursday. So? Why is that weird? How come it couldn't be like a Friday or a Monday? Because they wanted to take advantage of weekend traffic and on a Thursday. And how about just so? It's just a weird day of the week it, to open it's it a, up. It's a, just a day. It's just weird. Dude. Wrong thing to try to argue about. It's just a day. It's Thursday. It's fine. Weird. You know what? I'm sure April 7th has some sort of meaning. Think so? No, but <laughs> it's fine. Thursday's fine. Could have been Wednesday. 
It's true. Yeah. Would have made more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so the Wizarding World is officially open, huh? And I well, still haven't gone. Oh, buddy. Sorry. No, you're not. No, because you, you actually will get on that ride. It's true. So don't care? That's all right. Hazen will too. At some point. Yeah. Well, will you? No. Why? Because the last time I went to Universal was like 10 years ago. Right. So if I go with habit, I won't go again until 2026. Like, how does he not realize that he's being such a like liar right now? He says he hasn't been there in 10 years and he was just there for yeah. the soft opening. Yeah. So 10 years later from not too long ago is 2026. After they close down Waterworld and expand the Wizarding World. <laughs> they better not close that. They will. Anyway. They're actually already talking about expanding mm-hmm. the Wizarding World. Really? Because of the crowds that are coming in, mm. they're already talking about expanding it. Because honestly, it, it did seem a little small. It's very small. Mm-hmm. It does need some additions. Uh, but it was interesting because when we went, the crowds were very small because we were part of a private event the, the night that we went. Uh, but for this one, it was insanely packed. There yes. was people there from early in the morning trying to get in. There was obviously shoulder to shoulder from some of the pictures that we ended up seeing on Instagram. Black Friday style. Worse than Black Friday. Disneyland at capacity style. This was the first 24-hour event at Disneyland style. Mm-hmm. But all inside of Hogsmeade. I actually didn't get to head down to the park for this, but I did get a chance to see some of the videos that different people took of it. And the festivities were really, really cool. The president of Universal Park was there. Some of the presidents and the leaders of the different organizations, like Universal Design and everything, were there talking about it. Some of the actors from the movies were there as well. And I think the coolest thing that I saw in all of the videos was John Williams performing with the L.A. Philharmonic. The way that they set up the pyro and the lighting on Hogwarts Castle while John Williams was playing with the Philharmonic was breathtaking. Unreal. And this is the same type of technology that they're already using at Disneyland for... Disneyland Forever. uh, Disneyland Forever and uh, a lot of the new projections Mm -hmm. that they have on, on some of the rides. Instantly. I mean, even Javier joked about it. You know, you you compare the castles, Disneyland, and then Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. and who wore the projections best? (laughs) Yeah. You know, but uh, it it looks great. You know, it's a totally different experience because Disneyland does this on a nightly basis, and they do it through every land. Exactly. And at Hogwarts, I don't even know if this is going to be something that they do going forward. I I think it it. was just something that they did for the opening itself. But it looked Uh, cool. It looked looked phenomenal. I want more of that. I wish they did do something like that. Considering that they have, I guess, the biggest issue that they're going to run into is the clean air issue. By having to do fireworks all the time. uh Uh, I don't think they can get away with that. If they played some of the music and did some light shows and stuff like that, maybe they could do that. Mm -hmm. But, man, the projections on on the castle were just amazing. Let me tell you where I disagree. I don't think the biggest problem is going to be pollution laws. I think the biggest problem would have been getting John Williams to conduct the L.A. Philharmonic every night. night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't need to have him there every night. Uh, I just think the combination of everything was just so magical. Well, like, they I make something. All. They they have something magical called uh, audio files and speakers now. It's not the same. So they mm-hmm. could technically just play the music around the park 
and then just do the projections. Yeah, but knowing what I know now. Yeah. That, that he was there on opening day. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. He's had Coca-Cola. He can't go back to RC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't serve me There's RC and tell me Coca-Cola. Happy Hobby again. <laughs> <laughs> that royal crown. <laughs> back in my day, they used to use sugar cane. It costs a nickel. It costs a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Old man oh, McGugget. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one of Hazen Sayings. <clears throat> I think you guys are mocking me. <laughs> that's not mine. He totally quoted you wrong. I know. Oh, what is it? I want to do it right. First of all, that's not what I say. What, what is and it? And two, it's not mine. No, what is it? It belongs to Buzz. Okay, I want to say it correctly. I took that from Buzz Lightyear. It's just three words. What is it? You're mocking me. Oh, okay. You're mocking me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. They cost a nickel. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Those projections that were happening on the castle were quite possibly my favorite part of the entire opening that they did. Um, at first, they had this like weird, magical, you know, pixie dust-like magic streaming mm-hmm. up to the top of the towers. And then you started to see different elements of each of, of the houses. So they started off with Hufflepuff, they went to Ravenclaw, did Slytherin, Gryffindor, and then they did all of Hogwarts together. Mm-hmm. Just the lighting and how they set it up after just looks so inviting. The end presentation too, because it's the light show that makes it look like there's lights coming out of every window yep. at Hogwarts. Yep. And some of the effects that they did, too, were very similar, again, to what we've seen with Disneyland Forever, mm-hmm. where the buildings are moving, windows yep. are opening, you know, there's, you know, people peering through. And just like the projections on the castle where you see Rapunzel and Winnie the Pooh hanging, it looks just fantastic. Yep, definitely. And the scale is the most amazing thing because I don't know how close those projectors were. But on Main Street and on in some of the lands at Disneyland, the projectors are pretty close yeah. to what's being, you know, whether it's on It's a Small World, on the castle, stuff like that. I don't even know where the projectors were for the Hogwarts opening. Yeah, unreal. Like, just the way they approached everything. You're right. Like, the angles of everything and how they made it look. Like I said, I mean, Hogwarts has, like, multiple tiny windows, you know? To make it look like every one of those windows was actually illuminating light based on that light show... Uh, when Slytherin's house was presented, and the snake was actually wrapped around the towers. That was crazy. That was really impressive. Yeah. And I wonder how many projectors they actually had all together, because it couldn't have just been one projecting yeah, onto not. the entire scope. It had to have been several. Yep. But the way that they were all synced together, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were several things about the presentation, obviously, that I did not like, but that's just me. You know, they kept fading in the music for people to walk out, but then they would instantly cut it out instead of fading it. And just little things like that. Planes flying over the Planes flying over. Uh, you know, Disneyland's a no-fly zone. Yeah. Right. So the fact that helicopters and everything were flying over Universal mm-hmm. and it cut out several people while they were talking. That's uh, so minor. Come on. It's kind of not huge deal. Yeah. It's kind of a huge deal. <laughs> well, you're uh, trying to christen a new like attraction and a new land and stuff like and that. And the president has to wait for the helicopter yeah. to fly over. He's trying to make this monumental speech and exactly fly by. Yeah, and that's what you don't want. And that's part of the reason that Disneyland is a no-fly zone, aside from the fireworks and the safety issues and all that stuff. But that's a that's a whole different thing, whole different city. 
Mayor Eric Garcetti was there for the opening. When I was watching him give his speech for the opening, you know, they prep for these types of things. Mm -hmm. And they do have people that write their speeches. I don't know about you, but I was very impressed that, one, he was, like, he threw out a lot of Harry Potter terms, a lot of references to the books. He was using them all correctly, but more importantly, this didn't seem like they were just words that he was just saying, that somebody told him to say. He seemed like a fan. Right. Like, he was speaking like he actually knew about all Mm -hmm. of these things. Like, when he talked about the platform and he talked about, like, doing the spells... And then, boom, he breaks out into Spanish. And he starts telling everybody. (laughs) Did he do his speech over again or what? He did a portion of the speech. But then he's talking about, you know, the opening. And he does a spell in Spanish. And he's Uh like, oh, I thought it was going to work. Because he tries to, like, eliminate traffic with his uh, speech or with a spell. But I was very, very impressed with the mayor. Uh, That was possibly my favorite speech of all of them. Just because of all the references to the part. Right. It was uh, star-studded. They did have like a red carpet type thing for it, and there was a lot of celebrities there. Uh, I wish I would have had a chance to go. It looked like it was a really good time and a lot of really good photo ops. <laughs> that's yeah, no really. Kidding. I think that's the the thing that I wish I could have been there for. Just all the amazing photo opportunities for all these things because you look at them on the video and they look so good. But I just would have wanted to be there to take pictures of everything. Yeah, no kidding. All I could think was I was looking at the hundreds of people there that are going to ride the ride. That was disappointing. (laughs) I actually thought about that. I know, huh? You know what? I actually thought about that. And it made me wonder, of all the people that were there, I wonder how many were pre-screened so that when they had the flow of people going through. Because at the end... They ended the presentation with John Williams doing one more number with the Philharmonic. And that was the official opening of The Forbidden Journey. And it's a little interesting to me how they designed Hogsmeade to look exactly like it did in the movies. Mm -hmm. You know, they had the books for reference. And it's, I'm telling you guys, no detail was spared in creating Hogsmeade. This literally looks like you just walked into one of the movies. Mm-hmm. Especially the planes flying over. Especially the planes <laughs> flying over. So authentic. <laughs> <laughs> they look so real. They don't look like projections at all. It is a very small space. The way that they're marketing everything, they don't seem to really be marketing Hogsmeade. They seem to be marketing Hogwarts Castle and the Forbidden Journey. Right. For some odd reason, they just keep concentrating on that. Like, Mm -hmm. everything that I keep hearing is just, like, the forbidden journey, the forbidden journey. But then you have, you know, Harry Potter fans, such as ourselves, or at least me. I can't vouch for Javier. He's a fan of nothing. Yeah, exactly. That can't ride. (laughs) Nothing? Nothing. Yeah, you're right. Oh, except that red-caped guy. Um, You know, that can't ride the forbidden journey. So I wonder if they think that that's what people are most interested in because I think it's really the whole experience. My only complaint is that it is a very, very small area and it's very easy to go through. There's not a lot of rides. There's only two. There's the Forbidden Journey and then there's the Hippogriff ride and right that across one's barely from it. a ride. It is barely a ride because uh, we didn't even bother standing we in line for it because no. when we saw that you literally get on and it does like one circle mm-hmm. and it's it's done in less than two minutes. Yeah. 
it just it didn't feel worth it. Like you're sitting in a wicker basket <laughs> and you go around a track and it doesn't even seem like an intense roller coaster either. It seems like a kiddie ride. It's true. That Mario, you would see in, in Toontown. Before you finish saying we, the game's over. Or the ride's over. Really? Yeah. It's it's it's, over. it's really short. short. It's you really guys short. sure it was for grown ups? <laughs> I'm know. not sure if it was I'm for grown-ups. Sure. It may have actually been a kid's ride. So that may be how they split it up. It could be that the Hippogriff ride is for children and the Forbidden Journey is for some adults. <laughs> Can't say it's for all adults. It's got to be for there some. Uh, but I wonder if they did any pre-screening for all the people that were there for the opening because the last thing you want mm-hmm. is pulling people out of right. the line and they know that filming's going on. They know people are taking pictures and the last thing they want is for people to be turned away and start complaining or crying in some cases. So you're saying if you and I were at this event, they'd probably ask us to stand behind the cameras. True. Yes. Okay. That's just making Very that clear. True. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. At least for now. Mm-hmm. Because I fully plan on writing this within the next year. Okay. Good. Do you? No. No, you heard him. Ten. Ten. Ten years. Right when... I'll finally watch those Harry Potter movies. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know another one's coming out, right? No way. They're making another book. Why? Why not? I thought it was over. It's Hogwarts nine years later. I think J.K. Rowling herself actually put out on Twitter that it's not a continuation. Uh, I think it was a script that they're releasing in book form. But it's actually not the eighth book. It's not a prequel or it's not a continuation of the old stories. It's just a a story in the Harry Potter universe. Then why is it called Harry Potter? I don't know. But I'm just I'm just telling you what I had read. Tweet her back. And and what should I tell her? Mario says why? Just why? Why? Don't be foolish. At Phantasm thirty three wants to know why. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. If I remember correctly, she actually said that it's not considered the eighth book. Hmm. It was just a script that uh, I don't think it's even a novel to her. I think it was just a script that they are releasing in print form for you to read. Interesting. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I think that one actually takes place like 70 years before the first Harry Potter book. But that what? one... Really? Yeah, it, it actually is a prequel to the Harry Potter series. And the most interesting thing about that one is that we're going to get a glimpse of the American version of Hogwarts. There's an American version of Hogwarts? There is. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it has a name, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there that are bigger Harry Potter fans than I that will uh, tell us the name and how to pronounce it properly. But I'm sure that once that movie's released, a bunch of merchandise is going to come into the park as well. And I'm sure that they're going to find ways of incorporating that as well. well. Let's see how good that movie is. I mean, it didn't really look that appealing to me. Oh, it looks great. You think so? Yeah, even the teaser was good. Plus, American Hogwarts. American How can Hogwarts. you not be excited about that? Hogwarts has an American chapter. Of course. It needs one. Probably has some in all countries. How would we enter it? Through a bus stop? I don't know. Maybe through Disneyland. I like that. Why not through Universal Studios? <laughs> oh, maybe at Universal Studios. <laughs> They do have their own platform now. Well, since we are talking about parks opening and new lands and everything, uh, Shanghai Disney, guys, it is approximately two months away from opening. Yes. And in the last 
uh, I think it was within the last week and a half, the website went up where you can actually pre-order the tickets. I got mine. Did you really? I sure did. How much was it? A jillion yen. Uh, <laughs> At least you so the right. So, so 80 bucks. <laughs> So $80. First of all, use the right currency. Thank you. Thank you very much. It only took me five minutes to think of it. Like, what do they use over there? Um, Bessels? No, I'm sure it's not Bessels. But uh, the website went up where you could pre-order the tickets. And within the hour, almost 5 million people visited the site to try Beautiful. to buy tickets for Shanghai. Nice. I'm pretty sure that's beyond capacity. <laughs> <laughs> just a tad. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a tad. I, I what, what do you think capacity will be at Shanghai? Because Disneyland has about 80. And this place is what? Double the size, maybe? 85. I wonder if it is double the size. <laughs> I want to say... <laughs> I want to say it'll probably be about 110,000. Okay. I, it seems right. Sure. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. considering the land space that they have and how much bigger it'll be, yeah. that's probably what it'll be. Sounds good. Trying to uh, keep it at a reasonable number. Yeah, size <laughs> of the park, though. But they kind of expanded a lot of things. I mean, I remember the picture you had showed us of the castle. Didn't it look great? It looks massive. Mm -hmm. It is, like, huge. We're talking about, like, Disney World having a, a Sleeping Beauty suite, right? This thing's just going to have the hotel, like, hotel inside of it. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, it does have a ride that goes through it this time. There's a ride in the castle? In the castle. There's a boat ride that goes... I don't even know if it's going to be a restaurant as well, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean is. Okay. But I know for a fact that there's a boat that actually goes inside of the castle underneath it. It's it's massive. And the pictures, I, I don't even think, do it justice. The, the ones that we saw were posted on Instagram by somebody that's either working on on the on the resort right now or somebody that had a really nice drone and just happens to be flying <laughs> right. it over during the construction. The castle looks like it's just a combination of probably all of them. Like, I, I feel like the bottom layer has that kind of feel of, like, the Disneyland Railroad, like, right as you're walking into Disneyland, but the top kind of gives you more of, like, the the Sleeping Beauty castle at Walt Disney World. Like, I feel it's just kind of a mix of all of them put together. Hmm. Each castle at the other parks represents a different uh, princess. Like, mm -hmm. here, it's Sleeping Beauty. Uh, Walt Disney World is Cinderella. Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And then there's Belle's castle. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, the Shanghai castle is just representing all of the princesses. There's hmm. not one particular princess that it's going to Oh, that's represent. why it feels like it's like a combination. It's a com yeah. it's a combo of everything because wow. it represents all of them. And I think that's the first time that they've actually combined all of them mm -hmm. in one single structure. Oh, pretty crazy. I think that's why they're doing it. That's crazy. It's like a prince's apartment. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, condo. It's like a princess sorority house. <laughs> yes. yes. I love I'm it. I'm so in. Oh, man. They're going to go through so many pillows. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, these tickets sold out how quickly? Like within an hour? It had to have been within like an hour. If that many people visited the site within that hour, I'm going like, what, like 10 minutes before they sold Probably, out? Probably, yeah. Because I've already seen people scalping tickets for this opening day online. Wow. What are they going for? It, it it varies obviously. How many yen? 
In in American dollars, I saw tickets that were going for six hundred bucks a piece. People will pay Opening that. Day? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And people will pay more. If I actually had the money and had the ability to purchase these tickets, not only would I have bought tickets to go to the park, mm-hmm. I would have bought tickets to keep as keepsakes. Like just mm-hmm. like the the Disneyland tickets from opening day, mm-hmm. right? You know the collector value for those things is gonna go up. Absolutely. Plus having an opening day ticket to a brand new park, you know that not everybody can say that they have a ticket. Absolutely. Especially not one that's unused. Mm-hmm. I mean the you thing know, about it is as we get closer to this opening, you gotta believe these ticket prices are gonna get scalped for so much more. Oh yeah, like, of course they're doubling easy by the time we're getting to like the month of June. I don't doubt that by the time it opens, we're going to hear of at least one ticket selling for at least $10,000. I hear. I believe that. I believe that. It seems crazy, Uh, but I believe we're going to see at least a $10,000 price tag on a a Shanghai ticket. The one who's crazy is the one that's buying it, though. Not the one selling it. But if they can afford it, you know, more power to them. They sold their car. To just get this ticket. Probably not. They probably looked in their couch for the loose change and they were like, sure, yeah. let me have two. <laughs> they can Uber there. They don't need their car. <laughs> do they have Uber boats? <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> From here? Yes, that's what I'm taking. <laughs> that way I don't have to fly. Yeah, but yeah, you got to. I, I kind of want to keep an eye out it, like online just to see what prices these things are getting hitched up to. Because, I mean, what was the original price for the ticket, anyways? You gotta believe it was within like the hundred hundred fifty dollar range. It probably American dollars. yeah, American dollars. It's probably gonna be around that like one thirty price range mm-hmm. because that's kind of standard pricing for all of the other parks around the that ballpark. So it would have had to have been about a hundred and thirty ish. Do they offer annual passes? Uh, they probably will, but I know that if you're a premier annual pass holder, you should be able to get into Shanghai because the yeah, premier right. pass. Allows you to get into any, any Disney park. park around the world. Wow. Even though it hasn't been built yet. That's crazy. So mm-hmm. pass holders that have that premier one will already technically have a ticket to get in. Holy macro. Yeah. I need one of those. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? I think I still need a Disneyland annual yeah. pass first. But... I was going to say, I think you just need an actual ticket to uh-huh. Disneyland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need a park hopper. That's mm-hmm. what you need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about it here before. I probably have, but I'm not big on flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had bad experiences with airplanes um, that were fairly terrifying to was me. Was it the movie La Bamba that did it for you? No, no. Like I was physically in a plane when these things were were happening, hmm. and I just basically said that I don't want to fly anymore. It's just turbulence, the, man. Yeah, it's turbulence. Dude. Yeah, but when your it's plane starts dropping, flight. yeah, but when your plane starts dropping. It gets a little scary. Iron Man will save you. Relax. The suit was at home. I forgot it. I'm no. sorry, okay? Are you saying you're Iron Man? No. What? Tony Stark? N- what? <laughs> <laughs> if you mix Hazen around, it, it doesn't it spell that. Tony in no Stark. way. <laughs> it's not even close. In no way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've strongly considered getting over... You know, not wanting to fly because one, we want to take the kids to Disney World. I want to go to Disney World. I've never mm. actually been there, yeah. so I, I I do want to work on getting over this. I don't want to call it a full fear because I think if I absolutely needed to, I could fly. Um, 
but I do want to be able to go to Disney World and eventually Shanghai. Uh, it's on our bucket list to try to hit all of the Disney parks around the world. So right. maybe it's about time to start working on that. How about a short trip, like to Vegas or something? Vegas or Fresno uh-huh. or San Francisco or short something trip, like that. Sure, uh, that would be good. I could I could do those. You could use Soarin' California as a little stepping stone. No, that won't work. That's no. not real. <laughs> it's not real it's at totally all. Real. Totally no, real, man. It's not real. So you're flying to Florida? I want to. Hey, let's do it. So Javier's gonna buy me a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. 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 And we're gonna prepare to fly to Disney World for the first time. Mm-hmm. I may have to go Javier on that trip and just stand <laughs> at the gates. Mean? And just look inside because <laughs> even if he buys me a ticket, I won't be able to get <laughs> to in. Into, yeah, exactly. That's step two. Because I don't yeah. have a premier pass. I only have an annual pass mm-hmm. to Disneyland. <laughs> so unless Javier also pays for my upgrade mm-hmm. so that I have an actual premier pass. Hey, hey, I got you. There you go. You know what? Javier stepped up. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm for it. I'll allow it. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Anything else from you guys before we start closing up shop here? Uh, I don't know if anyone else is going to do this, but I'm going to be attending the midnight. I guess they're not midnight screenings anymore, huh? Because they start happening at like 7 p.m. the night prior. Like Thursday? Yeah, so I'll be attending oh. like a, a 9 o'clock showing of The Jungle Book next Thursday. So the midnight screening at 9 p.m.? Exactly. <laughs> nice. Oh. That's it. Nice. Technically, it is midnight on the Somewhere? East Coast. Yes. <laughs> because we're yes, the East Coast midnight screening. I think yeah. that's why they can do it here at 9 p.m. No, because they start the showings at 7 do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think you're right, though. It's midnight somewhere. It is midnight somewhere. We'll, we'll go with that one. Yeah. Mm. I figured 9 o'clock would be okay because if it's... East Coast. You know, mm-hmm. East Coast, it's already midnight. Technically. And I guess yeah. the last thing they want is... Spoilers. You know, spoilers stuff. on Twitter and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So the people that are real hardcore and want to watch it without the spoilers get a chance to watch it, you know, before... I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that was my theory, but... Mm. If it's starting at 7 p.m., I got nothing then. Right. <laughs> I got nothing. So that's cool. Have fun. Enjoy. I'll let you guys know. We'll record the podcast the day after. I wonder if he's going to say that. I don't know. I hope he does. We'll find out. I didn't even know they talked until last week. I hope he flies a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. If his buddy Kick Cloud Kicker comes out and <laughs> just hops in the whips seat out that, yes. whips out that little sky surfing little boomerang surfboard yes. thing he's got, yes, oh, that'll terrible. Be, that'll be fantastic. Comes out with his uh, Magnum PI Hawaiian shirt <laughs> <laughs> and his bomber jacket. Yeah, love it. All right, guys. Before we wrap up, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by Amazon. Amazon! Oh, wow. I'm trying to at the same time. This wow. Time. That's my goal. Every time you say it. <laughs> if you guys buy anything online through Amazon, Amazon. Remember, to, <laughs> <laughs> remember to use our link. You can head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon and Amazon. click on the big Amazon button. Amazon. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take you to our Amazon page where any purchase that you make will cost you exactly the same. But as a thank you for going through our link, Amazon will kick down with a small commission for that purchase and every time you do that it makes an elephant fly (gasps) i am buying but look at how happy it made javier oh maybe you should go buy star wars (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Instead of going to Target. <laughs> but yeah, every time you guys do that, it definitely helps us out and helps keep the lights on on the podcast and uh, helps us do this every week for you guys. Yep. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Audible. Oh. <laughs> hey, That's not how it works. It's minute. reading for your ears. Yes. If you guys like to read but just don't have the time to do it because you guys are driving or mowing the lawn, uh, you could be eating tacos mm. or you could be cooking bacon while you're driving. Yes. If you have 2020 hearing, 2020 hearing will definitely help you with yes. Audible. How do you have 2020 hearing? 2020 hearing. <laughs> I don't know. It makes I sense. I don't even... It Does it? Does it? Yes, because you're reading with your ears. Ah, now I, like I understand. <laughs> I like it now. So... That sadly made sense. Because <laughs> it's, it's late. We're <laughs> <laughs> sleepy. Uh, but yes, if you guys like to read and don't have the ability to do so because you're working on other things, Audible is the best way to do that. The Audible app is compatible with Android, iPhone, uh, Windows Phone even. So you're covered even with Windows Phone. <laughs> and you know what? The first book, it's on us. That's totally right. on us. All you have to do is head over to podcasters.com and click on the Audible banner. It will take you to our page where you can sign up. The great news is that if you're already an Amazon subscriber, you can use your... (laughs) That seems like you're sleepy. (laughs) Uh, You can use your Amazon credentials to actually log in, which makes it a really easy uh, way to sign up. You get a 30-day free trial to try out the service, and you get one free audiobook. Of their choosing or mine? Of your choosing. I mean, can I pick the four of them is my question. It's just one book. But can that I you pick choose it, for yourself? But can I pick it for the listener? If you have a really good recommendation, I'm sure that they'll take you up on it. Not yet. Okay, so you look through your Audible account. I will see if you have any recommendations. Bring it up on the next episode, uh, or we'll even you know tweet it out, put it on Instagram or something like that too. All right, so. done. But it's it's I could only give out my recommendations to those that actually uh, try Audible. Well, maybe they're waiting for you to give a recommendation so that they can sign up. Because remember, the first book is on us. Right. So all they have to do is go sign up for their 30-day free trial. If they decide to cancel, which I know they won't because Audible's awesome. Right. They get to keep that book forever. Cool. So make it a good one. Okay. Make it a good one. I will do some research. Because this is their forever book. <gasps> That's a lot of pressure. Is it? You know what? Never mind. No, no. Now you got to do it. <laughs> Get out now. <laughs> All right. What's the sound? Give me a sound of a truck backing up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if you want to find out more about this episode, head over to podcasters.com slash episode 95. If you're looking for us on any of the socially networks, we are at Podcasters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel, so head over to youtube.com slash and subscribe to our channel for any updates on new videos that come up. And that's it. I want to add something. What's that? Don't be shy. And take a look. It's, it's in a it's book. In a book. <laughs> a reading Rainbow. Yeah. I want to see where this is going. No, no, no. I, I just want to say uh, I want listeners to don't be shy and actually comment on any posts we put. Like anything, if you guys just really want to let Javier have it for something dumb he said on any episode. 
There are 95 opportunities right now. <laughs> it's true. It is true. But you know what? In each episode, how many other silly things do I say? Very true. So it really multiplies. Very true. Yes. Let me hear it, fit people. Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not sure. Uh, it's going to be very entertaining for me. <laughs> for for you. Yes. Okay. Well, the good thing is we've established it's going to be great for Mario. Yes. yes. Exactly. So. It's fine by me. And aren't I a Slytherin? What did you say? You are. Yes. You are. I sorted you. No, no. You cannot be the bad guy by choice. You were puff. Why not Harry Huffle chose puff. to switch the Gryffindor? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was? It was the power... Of what was inside of him that the Sorting Hat said, mm, many grades came from Slytherin. Gryffindor! No. And I'm paraphrasing because, you know, it's a really long speech and exactly. we're about to end the episode. Exactly. The music's getting to the end. Here it goes! It's coming to the end! <laughs> Alright, until next week, here is to beer, cheers, and make ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Bye now. So long. It cut you off. Oh. <laughs>